Hey everyone, it's Random, aka Mark Random, the fraud stand-up comedian. Wait, we're not starting that way. There's no addressing the audience. I've right. said it a million times. I, I like doing... it that way. Hey everyone, it's Random, aka Mark Random. I don't want to hear that every time I hear a podcast. I do. I don't. It's a familiar voice. No, we just start. Oh, okay. We just start talking. So, because of all the murder that's been happening in the country and all the sadness and what seems to be impending war and genocide, it's got me questioning the value of life. And I'm someone who I don't know. I know life is good and bad and it's all in how you see it. But based on the people in my family that have died and grieving the loss of a loved one, which is kind of the advice I wanted to get across or just connect to people who are grieving losses of loved ones, it's I feel like I don't see the value in life because I'm looking at the macrocosmic picture, which is just like life being this void of unknown. And if we're here to just suffer and die or complete a purpose, and you know, I'm all crazy about God's purpose. But at the end of the day, is a species worth surviving if they can be manipulated? That's a eugenics discussion. I mean, we manipulate all species. Dogs are manipulated to be our best friends and, you know, herd and I just mean going through life. When the you have, fish tank that I have is manipulated to... When you have people that have died or you have loss of loved ones, you feel like life means nothing and you just kind of want to leave. So the advice to people who are just grieving, whether it's religion or whether it's that intrinsic feeling when you help someone or help a child or something like that, I know that's the meaning of life and love exists in that moment. But moments like that are very fleeting with me and they were becoming more and more short to where I just don't want to be a part of existence anymore. But I would hate it if I died and God was like, this is the meaning of life. You missed it where I have to fucking redo it or do some purpose. So I've just been a crazy person this whole my whole life and in every relationship and in every career I've done trying to find the purpose or get life right or just do the thing because I want out. That's probably how all these people feel with like the mm. massacres that are going on in places. By the way, the CIA needs to write better scripts for the MK Ultra victims because the way I looked at the shooter's manifesto, by the way, Google Documents has that just a 180 page, you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. That's all. It's not on your phone. I'm killing myself after we're done with this podcast. Why? I hope you know that. Why? To make it sell more? No. Then I'll stop filming. I'm playing an on-air character. We can edit that out. <laughs> Everything you just said, you've already said on other podcasts. We're starting a new This topic. is the final one. Grieving the loss of a loved one. No, we already had the final one. This is supposed to be the first Liz, one. Liz, I'm sorry. I tried my best. I loved with all my might. But sometimes things don't work. The idea that you can be the hero of your story you can be inspired you know the secret if you believe it i believed i was the savior and i'm happy i was happier in that delusion i believed i could change the world and make it a better place i'm 30 years old i went so many years traveling touring putting out music in the studio every day trying to get a message out to the world that just seems like 
now with social media, everything's white noise and there's no existence to be here except like, oh, I fucked some chick or oh, I did a gram of blow or oh, I've participated in a commercial that I really like. But to me, I find no value in life and it's been getting in closer and closer. And the only thing that I have is doing this fucking show to give advice for people so they don't end up like me. I see my stepson watching this when I'm dead a couple of years from now, but that's just, it's God's plan. God has a plan how for people. God, how is it God's plan for you to be dead in a couple of years? How was it God's plan for your aunt to be murdered and have a bullet go through her head? Or my aunt I don't have a was. car crash on a road at like two in the morning and the only other car right at that minute, right at that time, right at that moment. I don't think that our aunt's dying was God's plan then life is just chaos and you just go through life yeah. waiting to get taken out like a fucking gazelle in Lion King? Yeah. I don't want that. Well, I'm sorry. But no, that's then what I think. fuck life. Life can blow me and God can blow me and the <sighs> devil can fucking blow me. They okay. both can. It could just be like a fucking eyes wide shut orgy where God just puts his mouth on my dick and the devil just sucks the other half and just fucking swallows me. You know, that was something a Jew said once. He said, he said, God will have to beg for forgiveness for the Holocaust. And I like on a personal level, I could relate to that kind of quote if the Holocaust in fact happened. But yeah, if you treat a species like that, maybe that's why the whole, you know, the Jewish conspiracy that they're out to destroy the world. Maybe it's because they've been shit on by God for so many fucking times that they're just sick of it. They're just going to manipulate everyone. Everyone's transgender. Everyone gets in camps. Everyone gets programmed by media. Everyone gets exterminated by virus and everyone gets like, I am Jewish. I know, but there you go. I was watching this thing uh-huh. about how Jewish, I think it's like Hasidic Jewish women. Yeah have this rule that they have to be away from their husbands during their period yeah for the entire time like they can't even see them yeah and i was like i like that i like that and and because it would be perceived as like this really sexist thing like ah your pussy's not working this week but i feel like it's like a spiritual thing like this is me cleansing myself and this is time for me and i well when i'm a christian i feel like the man should be with the woman because she's not making irrational rational decisions or in control of herself the way a jovial masculine balanced man is but the jew side of me which i'm being very pro-jew this episode i know in the past i've said a lot of nazi shit today's gonna be a fucking i sympathy for the jews is going to be the name of this episode, which in which all the, maybe they're not the, maybe that's what it is. They have to bark so hard that they're saying they're the chosen people because what if they're not? And what if the black Israelites are the true king? So you have a race of people, which I don't think they're a race. It's all bloodline and genetics or a religion of people, but it's like, then they feel like they have no home. The whole world hates them and they just get fucking put enslaved and exterminated to where they've had enough and they want to take over. So fuck them all. That's a Team lot. Jew. That's a lot. Team Let's... Jew. Okay. I. Jews versus everyone. I can't even, I don't, I can't respond to black Israel. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking Pro about. Pro Jew. I was just talking about periods. I was just saying that your Jews set, are on their period every day by God, so they have to act in the world accordingly. You just said this was pro Jew. Yes. That they're on their period every day? How is that pro Jew? Because God Why has infl- your people? God has inflicted them with this craziness 
that it's hard for it's harder to be a Jew than it is any other being on this planet. So that's why people think they're complainy or they're guilty or they're. That's the funny How thing is harder for a Jew as than much anyone as, else on the planet when they're some of the most because intelligent people victims in their mind. That's just the New York ones. No, it's all Jews all across the world. All Jews all across the world. All Jews all across the world. I was just... All I, Jews all across the world. I thought it was really sweet what you said that, like, a man should be there for a woman during her period. And then you ruined... Man, it. A Hasidic Jew should be with two dominatrixes getting his dick hole <laughs> sliced and getting period <laughs> blood on him. Okay. Okay, so that was a sweet thing. Shout out to 46th Street in New York City. Oh my god. That was a sweet thing you said. And then you ruined it by saying because she's making irrational decisions. Here's the thing about periods. I'm a woman. I can talk about this. I know when I'm being irrational due to my Are you cycle. Saying men aren't women? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I know when I'm being irrational due to my cycle, and I can tell you when it happens. But most women don't. Okay, well, I'm really good at it. Okay. That's because I've taught you. No, it's not. I've known this since I was 16. Okay. It's before. I went back in time and trained it's, you. Okay. It's before I start bleeding. The day or two before I start bleeding, mm-hmm. I cry at fucking. Uh, I cry at like fucking Taco Bell we're hiring signs like i'll oh my god what's wrong with taco bell they're hiring oh no but i mean i'm like that is insane why are you crying because maybe the owner needs people and there's not people here. i'm like you're crazy right now capitalist society i'm just saying like i'll cry at the stupidest things yeah. and i know oh i'm gonna start bleeding in the next few days the minute i start bleeding the crazy goes away yeah so that's a misper you're bleeding out the crazy I so think- crazy is in the blood i the crazy is in the blood kind of that's what the i'm saying of the loved ones that's is this is what i'm saying i think it's a misperception that men have about oh she's bleeding she's crazy no it's before the blood i'm that's telling true. pre-menstrual you, that's what it is i the cry blood, about you are chill i cry about things out, you're of- so fucking chill Everyone I've ever loved dying in morbid ways and I can't control it and then feeling like it's all predetermined and watching my own mental illness as much medication as I take as much therapy I'll still do things like violently harm the people I love mentally and so it's like wow I really shouldn't be alive and then we're recording this docu-series comedy docu-series and I'm like just all these horrible things make me realize that I'm not the Batman that I see myself as that I could be the hero if God put me in the position to be a hero but God has put me in a position for whatever reason in the universe and my whole life is to just be the fucking no-name fucking person that people just don't like or just have no feeling towards so it's like if i'm the nameless the ghost the nothingness my energy will still live on so the purpose is to still love but it's almost like god gets mad at me because it's like i was created by the devil so god hates anytime i try to preach christianity or help people with their struggles in life or relationships so it's like god doesn't love me and i keep fighting for god's love when i have to learn to just accept it's gonna be what it's gonna be like we're all gonna die that's a crazy thing have you ever thought of that i was like in the non-existence of, like repeatedly trying to get to a point oh go get to the point <laughs> fuck my point I, well no we, i really say this is, me, how, fuck this my is point. how we fucking conversate you have a point i have a point and we i have just, five things we, going off at I the same too, time but i never get like you talk so much more than me like you're the only man that talks 
more than his girl. Like, well, because I'm met. trying to find the answer to maybe things could be different. Like, I'm trying to negotiate with God and the devil to figure out can there be a compromise? Can I maybe help the world? Can I maybe be a little less not schizophrenic or PTSD infliction on a day to day basis? Yeah, we talk about that all the time, and it, it's like exhausting. Well, it's for the think, audience. Our the audience, audience is, is mental already, patients. I think they've already heard that. No, what I'm saying is these are people who are struggling. There are people who are suffering. There are people who feel like God doesn't love them. There are people who are you know? going to throw themselves off a bridge because they wouldn't be watching this podcast How if they felt God that? loved them. How do you know? This docuseries. How do you, what's podcast, docuseries, whatever the fuck it is. I was just trying it's to, random. I was just trying to make a fucking point about periods and now you I You made feel, the point. No, I didn't. They got it. That no. It's the premenstrual part. No, that was part of it. The whole thing started with me explaining the Judaic version of it. Yes. And I was saying and then you responded and saying like oh well christians think you should be there yeah. and then i was explaining the premenstrual and then the point that i was making that i never got to mm-hmm. was that i actually love being alone during my period and i find it extremely cleansing maybe it's just because i'm with you i don't know what it is but like just being alone and not seeing anyone and i've just been doing that for the past you're becoming me it, no i i just i've only been doing that for the past like year and a half and it's like the best time of the month for me to be alone. And there's got to be something to that. And Humans I, need uh, to learn how to be alone. Yeah, but it's almost like a spiritual thing. And like I said, it comes across in a scripture or yeah. it, it comes across in a doctrine or whatever as very misogynistic. But I actually feel like there's something to that. Yeah, well, there's all kinds of spiritual truth written in thousands of pages of crazy nonsense. That's like, if I go on a crazy nonsense rant for four hours, a few minutes are going to be very spiritually divine answers from God, and the rest is just going to be crazy mental patient nonsense. But that's that's just what it is. So I'm trying to say the spiritual truths and hoping to get that energy out to the world because I see a lot of just sorrow. I see a lot of grief. I see a lot of tragedy. I see a lot of terror. I see a lot of confusion. I see a lot of desperation. I see the whole country being destroyed. So I'm trying to just, even if I'm not the hero that can save the day, I'm trying to be the voice of people trying to understand what they're going through and that they need to process their feelings. They need to understand that their perception isn't reality and to just kind of let go. Let your feelings run through you like a river. How and is just, their perception not reality? Because if they feel like God doesn't love them, it's like they don't know. Everything in life is scientifically unknown so to feel like the world's against you or you have bad luck in life or you have bad genetics that's a misperception but the problem is people growing up in a society are so miswired that they feel worthless about themselves how is it a they feel like they have Maybe no they hope are a genetic problem but then to learn to accept that that everyone is great at something or everyone has that bit yes. of love inside them. Of but course. it's been so corroded and but like, I stamped out. I'm a have a problem. I genetically can't fucking see without these things. Yeah. It I don't want to delude myself and say, Oh, I'm genetically perfect. But that doesn't mean you're not useful in some areas. Of course it doesn't. Yeah. I never said that. I just I guess the lesson is to just accept that there is some divine purpose 
and we don't know it, but we are just pawns in the instrument of life. I don't have We're to all accept that there's a divine purpose in order to feel cool with the fact that I have to wear glasses. I don't give a fuck if there's a divine purpose behind me wearing glasses I or not. I do, and the majority I of people... I know you do. I don't think the majority the, the of people internet, do. People, the internet. Yes, anyone who's ever written something on the internet is to express their feelings. And most of it, I don't know if you've been on the internet, it's not good. The majority <laughs> of it's just toxic bullshit. I think, I don't think that... Or inspirational quotes, which means they're inside feeling horrible because why post all this stuff about togetherness if you're feeling at har harmony with yourself? Because the, their social media profiles are just their avatars. They're not yeah. their real self. Exactly, but they would like that to be their real self. They would like to be inspirational quote person, but they're just fucking self-hating and world-hating person. So I guess they just have to just let go, like really just accept and it is accepting the way that my aunt's final moments of her life were just accepting that this divine being, this third dimension that we're in, that we're all just energy and frequency. So to like just become in tune with the universal harmony that is acceptance and just let go and just be. Don't let your thoughts cloud it. Don't let ego get in the way and just be one with a universal force of love that's inside yourself. Not to be focused on your phone, just to be mindful of where your signals are going and just find that love because everyone you love will die. Time is just making us all decay away. Our bodies are falling apart. And I was in a gun range in Pennsylvania when I bought my first gun. Uh -huh. And I ran out of there crying before I could even fire it. Yeah. And I had never fired any kind of a gun before. And I was listening to the people around me firing the guns. And I had the head protection on. Yeah. I had everything going. And I just started crying. And the instructor was like, what's the problem? What's the problem? And I was like, all I could think was this was the last sound that my aunt heard before she died. Because I know yeah. she would have heard the sound like before she became completely brain dead. But I feel like the universe stops that from happening almost like i feel like it just whoosh. like i feel like and then i ran into the like the lobby area what would, what would you yeah. call where you check in yeah and i i looked up and i saw a nazi flag and i was like these people are all nazis and they all want everyone dead and i ran out crying and i went into the car and then everyone was coming after me like what are you doing what are you doing she went back, burned the building down. Pro-Jews. No. What happened was I eventually went back in and I saw it was an anti-Nazi thing. Yeah. But I I just heard that and then I saw that and I was like, I have to be away from this. And Our gun ranges are anti-Nazi for this docu-series no, it... episode. Only this episode. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what really what happened. I was just like all unmedicated and then just, you know how many times I've been triggered by that thought of what she went through and that yeah and just hearing a, a 38 fire off yeah for the first time right next to my head even with ear protection call Think me about a, in the call future, me a pussy but that how many people are going to be triggered pun intended by someone committing a crazed massacre in the name of the hebrew messiah because pro-jew no, but that's like I said. I, don't know I what believe, you're like about. my aunt, the car crash. I really believe, almost like, like 
this is crazy, but I believe when you die, a portal just opens up and it's just whatever the next stage yes, of existence those moments is. moments before you die. The moments There's before no is just like a, I just find it to be a very peaceful, a very normal, even like... That's delusional. But it's Your like... Your aunt felt it. I'm sorry. My aunt maybe no didn't way because feel it, this but thing she is, heard If you it. die, like the plane crash, right? At what point does their mind stop being conscious of it? Because after, after they die, when they're dying, but what I'm saying is, when they're if you die, die, then that's the it's like waking up out thing. of a dream. It's like if you die, then your whatever next energy conscious field is, or if you return to some ethereal, higher, eternal consciousness, the moment you return to that effervescent being of eternity and love, it's like. The dream is over and you're back at that thing. So it's like it didn't even happen. You no. get what I'm saying? Like no. if you feel a gunshot and then you die and go into the next life or whatever the next form is, if you're already in that next form, it erases the past. Okay. So, you get what I'm saying? Okay. So when you wake up from a shitty dream, does it fuck your whole day up? Sometimes. Okay. Then I just well, disproved I, your point. No, but if it, what I'm saying is I don't think life is a shitty dream though. I think it's life is really? how you see it. No, I think of life as a predetermined nightmare, but that doesn't mean that's what it is. It's just how I perceive it. So what I'm saying is it's like, I feel like, because you get what I'm saying? Imagine you're being in a plane crash and your plane's going down. Oh my God. And you're conscious. I've been through crazy. That. No, but it's about to crash. Yes. And then your consciousness just evaporates into a fourth dimension. Then you're not going to carry that feeling with you. You're going to be in the next whateverness. So it's almost like that thing didn't happen. It's like one moment you're just conscious and then the next moment you're just part of some alien god. Did you see what Rogi posted Or a simulation the or the you yesterday. or the screen comes over you and it says game over. Would you like to continue? <laughs> Rogan posted something yesterday about how they found a way to make dead bodies yeah. move their eyes yeah. and follow light. Did you see that? Well, I think that's all like Did you see that? electrical. No, but that's like human electrical. I'm okay, talking about the, the essence. That, I'm, that's the point I'm trying to get to is that human electrical part yeah. would still be alive well, this like goes our the, ants were for that certain amount of no, time I, to No, the feel, soul leaves the body. Like okay, I said. No, we, but when does you, the soul leave the body? When the when soul the, realizes, all right, this is a wrap. And then the oh, soul just That is such a beautiful, of, idealic way of looking at it. I like I the soul decides when it leaves? Yes think so because how many dead bodies i've seen a lot of dead bodies and when i was a teenager used to go into the i met up with these punk rock kids and as red bank new jersey and we would go into the morgue it's like you can tell whatever essence it is it's not human we chemicals need to hear more about that no there's so many crazy stories like that well i think that is more interesting but, but, no what i'm saying is it's like i feel like the the essence of a body is gone. Like go to any funeral and you can tell there's a difference between the person standing next to you that is a living, breathing organism and the body that of has course. the same organs and blood and stuff course, inside it. It's like it's like the abortion thing. Like when does it become a soul? When does it stop becoming a soul? Or I mean, we're never really gonna know the answer to that. I know, but until you seem we like know you have all the until answers. we know when there's some kind of afterlife. And then it's like I said, if we know that in the afterlife, it's we're all fourth dimensional, infinite aliens. 
everyone would just be killing each other on the street and moms would be drowning their kids in the bathtub. Like, hey, fast pass to have an abortion. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's. I think it's just... Because I think it's naive when people... I'm sorry for cutting you off, but when people say... Used to it. uh, Life... When people say, like, you know, this is the only gift we have, I feel like they think of your rest in peace. They think of death as unconsciousness, whereas I think of death as more consciousness, like a higher level of consciousness than just, you know, being unconscious. And they think of death as, like, an eternal sleep where you're not dreaming whereas i think of it as the opposite of like waking up is that what makes me crazy than every other person i see death as waking up the majority of the world is programmed by religion and society to see death as going to sleep and that's not an excuse to go like go all grand theft auto and rob cars and kill people because you're like well i'm just waking out of a dream but that's just how I've always perceived death. Okay, but we were discussing how you think that when you're dying, you're yeah. in a car crash. Yeah. And you're bleeding out. You think that you won't feel that. Yeah, the soul leaves the body. If before, that's before before you die the soul already knows. Yeah, the soul already knows when you're going to die. That is so your soul. Sweet. Oh, yes, it is. That's so sweet, and I don't believe it. But now, all right, that's sweet, right? That's yeah. fluffy and cuddly. Yeah. Now you can see why I talk about murder a lot. Because in my mind, it's this fucking like Care Bears land. Like, d- see, isn't there like a bubble? A light no, bulb went off. No, no, but like. I talk about murder, make jokes about murder, and in your mind, it's something very gruesome. And now you're just realizing on this show and five years of us being together that I see it as like you're entering a Care Bears land. So that's why I'm like, oh, murder everyone. (laughs) Like, what if that's what it is? What if you go to the best dimension? So it's like killing someone is loving someone. Like, I love you. so I love 100 people so much. I'm willing to exterminate them. So maybe Hitler loved the Jews so much <laughs> that he wanted to bring them to the next plane of existence. That's how I feel about death. Okay. And again, I, it would suck to be wrong. It's really scary. It's just what I feel because death has surrounded my whole life. I'm like modern day Edgar Allan Poe. The only reason he was a poet is because white people didn't rap back then or it wasn't socially acceptable because thankfully of our media, you know, people in control, entertainment industry, shout out to the Jews that made hip hop a white person. thing. I'm sorry to the black people that got offended by that. I'm just being pro Jew this episode. Yeah, but no, that's how I feel about death. I feel it's a waking out. And again, I don't know. I just think it's naive to assume that in infinity, when you see those things that zoom out of galaxies, thousands and millions of planets and universes, planets, and it looks like atoms under a cell, under a microscope. Yeah, I know. I think it's naive to think that this is the highest level of conscious existence, that if you shoot yourself, then it lights out. I never said it was. I think there's something more. I do too. That's not what I said. I know. I'm just saying, I'm talking about the general populace. So if you realize that it's like you're going home to a heavenly great afterlife, not even in a religious sense, but in a spiritual, your body and energy is just all love, all compassion. I think it makes it easier to go about life that way. It's not like I'm naive to the fact that, oh, we can't imagine there's 
other things that we can't conceive of because of when you zoom back on the galaxies. Obviously, I know that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think you're being naive by believing that we lose that consciousness when we go to the next dimension if we're in a car crash and we forget that feeling. Like, you said our souls decide when to stop feeling? Because I feel like our souls inside of us is all the answers, the all-knowing, all-powerful. God is inside all of us. That's what we are all gods. And if you put all of us together, all humans that have ever existed throughout time are all the collective formation of God and will be. That's why God is eternal. And I just think inside the all-knowing, your soul knows when you're going to pass on. So it just gives you that like three-minute window. And goes, well, the next three minutes are going to be suffering, so I'm just going to shut you down. Yes. But again, I could be wrong. I don't know. My problem is the fact that I don't know. That's why I'm crazy. That's why I'm rapper. That's why I'm a comic. That's why I'm a novelist. That's why I'm a performer, is trying to seek energy to know and not forget. To know, because I feel like life is a frequency you tune into, like a radio. And it's based on your thoughts, it's based on your emotions, it's based on your wiring, but you have to take the conscious decision to, like if you eat McDonald's every day, you'll be on a different frequency than if you eat kale every day, than if you eat meat. And I think everyone has different programming. It's like every individual is from different universes, like multiverse theory, and everyone has to find their destination. That's why I believe life is like a, like a layover in an airport, everyone you meet in life is on a completely different path than you spiritually. And people like us, fortunately, for the moment being, are holding hands at that of like, oh, we're going to the same gate or near the same. Maybe we have different gates, but we realize that we're in the same terminal. So we're walking alongside. And I realize to always be in the Zen moment of that you're on a path, you are energy. That's what emotions are energy in motion that's neuroscience so to just flow with your motions and flow to try to bring yourself to a better state by accepting and not trying to control and just being one with that eternal energy that's inside you i'm just smiling because it's just what just because during our break we were just screaming at each other yeah. like a minute and a half ago yeah. And then you're like, we're all the love and the t- we're holding hands at the terminal. Because that's but what I would like us to be. Fucking yelling at but each that's other. What I'm saying. That's like a past life. That's like <laughs> that was 20 a minute years and a half ago. ago. But that's what I'm saying. Time is an illusion. <laughs> a minute is a decade ago and centuries ago and millenniums. And that's all within a second. If you looked at Earth just transforming colors and energies it would all be within seconds which are billions of years kind of like how in a dream time doesn't exist you can be at one place and then another place when it time-wise doesn't make sense and i just think that that love is what we need and like right now i'm remembering it i'm remembering the all-knowing all love inside our spirits But then I forget sometimes and it makes me feel not the best about life. But when I remember and my goal is, I guess, like a thing like repetition to remember and never forget. 
I want to remember this feeling that I feel right now and never forget this love that we're all one and it's not ego. And it's, and I use God as a metaphor for like universal design and just to accept that path rather than resist it, try to control it or perceive it as something it's not because we have no idea. Like we could die and then it could just be some completely different thing. And we're like, oh, I was just an intergalactic alien entertainment character puppet. You know what I mean? But I just, the fact that we don't know, we should stop making assumptions. I'm just saying what I believe, but I think we should take solace in we don't know. So connect with that inner being that we don't fucking know and just go with the flow. I laughed so hard and I filmed it and I'm going to put it on our Patreon. It was four years ago when we were in a car and you saw a bumper sticker that said, God is pro-life. Yeah, because that's human interpretation this of God's will. This is fucking will. hilarious video. Yeah. He's in the car and he's driving and he's screaming, you don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. If God came down and told everyone, then we would fucking know. But you don't fucking know. Just, I was like, wow, you were having a fucking <laughs> Do you know be the attack thing? over a bumper sticker. I have this theory that everyone, God would come down and we would all know because everyone, it would speak like 800 languages at once. Yeah. To all individuals on the planet at the same time, like they're in a different day in the Northeast and, you know, in the South and they would all hear and he'd be like, it's pronounced Jod and then just leave. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? We'd be writing about it, but it was just like, <laughs> it would just be so fucking funny. You just want God to be funny like that? God has to have a sick, fucked up sense of humor because he's been laughing at humanity for so long that, you know, like he gets desensitized. He needs fucking like planes flying into towers and government covering it up or government doing it and be like, oh, these assholes actually believe it, even though the whole building's burned down, but their passports are right there. It's like all a stage show, which are controlled by a certain group of people that we are pro Oh my gosh, this is turning into a white power. No, it's not. There is no white or black. It's, we're just energy. <laughs> but the fact is people don't know what God is, so they have to go for tribalism because they're afraid for survival or they feel a part of their collective human race. I feel beyond that. I feel a part of collective just energy. If there's intergalactic species and we connect on an energetic level... It's that I'm a part of them as much as I'm a part of different other ethnicities. So they should be able to say the N-word. <laughs> the intergalactic aliens. Uh, okay. Intergalactic aliens should be allowed to say the N-word. Is that the title of this podcast? <laughs> and maybe. It sounds <laughs> great. Docu-series. It's a Again, we already decided if God, No, the universe will decide what it is. And that's, you know... I think the internet is like a feedback loop where humans were supposed to, like in Egypt, learn to transcend time and space and human existence. Then technology, everyone's focused on the internet, which are really, since we're all one, just mirror reflections of themselves. So it's now in a feedback loop of posting things for the internet or doing things for the internet rather than doing things for their inner spirit. It's these exterior avatar. It's a game they're playing. And they get careers or they get married all based on 
this internet thing, but it keeps them in a feedback loop of they did, they created their whole life based on the internet, which programs them. It's like they're programming themselves to program themselves. Like everyone is an algorithm. Everyone's just a makeup of algorithms. So it's like, I don't know. I wonder how many people are going to watch this and just look at me with sympathy for the fact that this is what I live with. Like this is you all day, every day. And I wonder how many other people conversely will look at you with sympathy that you have to deal with a person who's just like, oh my God, this fucking conversation about the meaning of life again. Well, they're going to know that I fuck. Well, that's... They're going to be like, man, if the thoughts are that crazy there, I wonder what... See, sex is the relation. This should be a sex podcast. We should be peddling it to those fucking AVN adult video network ones. No, I think people are going to see both sides. But you're right. They will say they fuck. That's for damn sure. Because no, all- I fuck. I fuck. I make you fuck. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you don't make me fuck. Yeah, I do. You don't. I turn you out. No, you don't. That's going to be my goal is just to make the world as perverted as me, which some would say that's the whole proprietor of the pornography industry is it's flooded to make everyone as perverted as the people who are in control of the pornographic addiction people, which are not Christians. That'd be so fucking funny if they tried to cancel me. This is the part where they have the sympathy. If fucking furries. You guys, you see? Mm -hmm. The furry community. Now you never get to hear why I never watched porn. Why don't you ever watch porn? No, you cut me off and talked about so- furries. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the solution. Are the tickle people like the SM people like the furry people? All right, go ahead. Figure it out. No, I'm not. Or it's all one. And the non-sexual people, like some people's fetish is to, I believe women are the number one proprietors of cucking porn. Because they're the ones who film videos of family and then they get divorced and then they have another family. And then now you're just, you've just created cuckold porn. You know, one family, you're cucking the kids out, you're cucking the aunts and uncles from one side, and it's a whole fuck clusterfuck. You don't even understand how this podcast. should have put Viagra in your coffee. This podcast is destroying our relationship. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. You want to check on the audio, make sure it's good? It's good. It better be. I hear it. If it's not. Pat, to pat the muffin moon, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you. So is there furrers and furries? I don't know. Why don't you watch porn? No, I didn't say I don't watch porn. You cut me off before I was able to explain. Because you live in a pornographic fantasy? Like women who are teachers or caregivers or nurses, they secretly have vibrators on them, and that's what it is. When they're being around children, it's just because they're pedophiles. They have a vibrating egg up their ass. I believe that's what women are. Are the most delusional person I've ever met in my entire life. Why? Why? You tell me why. It's all God's plan. I'm fucking delusional because God made me this way. You tell me why. God did make me this way. Mr. Knowing everything about why 
Okay. Everything is God's plan. Men Teachers are, are into sex. Are You're fucking crazy. So they save sex for the bedroom, whereas women person. are different. Women, like, non... What's sexual to men is not sexual to women. So women see, like playgrounds as sexual like whenever you're in a non-sexual mode roller coasters being at an amusement park is sexually erotic to women i know what you're doing you're just saying nonsense no because i remember last night when i was ordering the fucking indian food so and i was like i was like trying to get it on uber eats and i was like this is nonsense and you were like (laughs) did you just make a pun because i was ordering him non it was our date night i bought it though don't you ever fucking forget it was not a date night it was night. our it date does, night all right portrayed by say in the me. comments is it a date night to order 60 dollars of her favorite food that half of it you ate why don't you watch porn you I, get off your own then, topics you want to talk about non and indian food see you're blaming me for your nonsense. Your no, nonsense no i just had multiple topics and you said is, i don't watch porn no, I said I I didn't watch porn. Yeah. And then you cut me off like I don't watch porn really either. Okay. Only if I'm around a bunch of ratchet hoes that I don't want to text back. If okay. If if we had to count the hours of your life that you've spent watching porn. Are we talking about from when I was like 2 to 6 or yeah, No, your entire life. Yeah. How many hours do you think that would be? I don't know. Homemade or otherwise? Oh. Uh-huh. You're going to throw homemade in there? Oh, yeah. Entire life. Give a ballpark. It's performative art. Ballpark it. It's a big number. If... Give it. Let's give it in days. Let's not even fuck with hours. All right, like twice a week? No, no, no. Once no, a no, week. No, 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 no. I'm saying your entire life, if you had to calculate... In 24-hour cycles, let's mm-hmm. just cut it down to 24-hour cycles. How many months? I don't know. How many months? I don't know. Oh, it's... How many months have you spent watching movies? Or how many months have I spent going to metal concerts? I can I can give you those No, but like, what are you how getting to? Have... What are you getting to? That I watch myself fuck a lot. No, I, I'm just genuinely curious. It's, I, I could give you a... It's probably more than the average person. That's not what I want to hear. I mean, The I, average I person in our age range. Now, whatever the fucking iPad generation, when they saw their fucking Sonic the Hedgehog getting his dick stepped on, what they're going to turn into when they hit puberty, I don't know. Such non-sexual shit's going to be sexual. I feel like... If you're asking me, how many months of your life have you spent? Chuck getting his dick stepped I just realized what came out of my mouth. If you ask me how many months of my life have I spent watching <laughs> movies, I could probably guess. Thousands of hours. Yeah, but we're talking in terms of months. But we're, and we're thousands of years ago. Pornog- not pornographic, I, I see as like kind of like an art form. Like some people see horror movies or some people see painting. I see pornographic, the whole makeup of it, like the lighting, the acting, the directing. I'm going to say a year at least. Like I just, but I see it as it's like, 
its own thing. You know what I mean? Yes, like I see movies. Like snuff films are their own genre of things. And you thank God you're dr- not into that. Why yeah. are you laughing? Because I'm not. No, but it makes it, makes it look like you are. No. I don't give a fuck. I've seen him before. You have? You know, like stuff and stuff. I, I used to have to... I was addicted to those things back in the day. Because I was trying to desensitize myself. Because I didn't know what God's plan for me was. Are you fucking serious? Yes. I would listen to fucking general speeches, read German books, and watch those videos. Because I was trying to program myself to, you know, whatever God had planned for me. What? No, I no, would no, went no, to no. military I training, too. I can't. I can't have this, like... Well, I you showed you the documentary you of Elizabeth ba- Elizabeth Bathory, who was a fucking queen who just got off to like stabbing chicks and bloodletting. Right, but you explained to me that that was not a thing. It was a misperception of you. Just because you happened to watch those things in the same stream, they were not sexually related. And Sometimes now you're making it, it sound like now you're making it sound like you just Sometimes watched snuff films. Okay, no, so- I, I haven't watched a snuff film in many. You, well, the, you know how when you get married with someone, they always bring down your interest. Darling, you've been watching too many snuff films. Why don't you go out and get some fresh air, read the paper? The whole world watches snuff films. What is watching September 11th footage for 24 hours? Or what is watching insurrection video or Antifa riots and shit like that? That's all snuff film. The media is the biggest thing of snuff film proprietors. This podcast is too dark to put out no it's not okay i remember sitting in this like basement that i used to hang out with all my friends when we were like 13 14 yeah and we were on aol and yeah and they were all watching something it was like get out of here you can't watch it you can't see this and i was like what is it what is it like you should never see this on the internet this video of you passed out no i wasn't i didn't do drugs or alcohol when i was that young Mm -hmm. and then they said oh it's a snuff film i was like what is that and then they explained it to me and that is terrifying to me so the concept of anyone finding that arousing is terrifying i don't judge people you should everyone's i showed you the documentary of elizabeth bathory who got off to like bloodletting children yeah, that's a horrible part of humanity. She's just wired differently. She just needs love. Just needs someone to hug her. She needs her dad's approval. You should do a Calvin Klein ad. Why? Just fuck the pregnant man. Just you going, oh, bloodletting. They just need acceptance. You come to bloodletting. That's normal. Let's I mean, just it push was that. back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, a lot of fucked up shit happened. Like John Wayne Gacy, you know. Abusing someone is not right, especially for sexual gratification. It's actually left. Ah. (laughs) Left wing people are known for their sexual nature. So, I didn't watch porn. Yeah. This is like the theme. Say it. It's like the theme of this podcast that I have to keep that I trying. mentally dominate you in every facet, and you just get off to it. I don't get off to why it. Why don't you? What just? Why don't you watch porn? I didn't say I don't watch porn. I said I didn't watch porn. Mm-hmm. Which now I can complete the sentence. 
until I was 29. I didn't watch porn until I was 29. What was the first porn you watched? Well, I'll explain. Because mine involved a goat and a dog. Oh. What happened on that? I was seven or six, probably, or eight. I was, I was 29 the first time I decided to watch porn. And I was pregnant. And the pressure of the baby pushes all the blood into your clit in a way that is just maddening. You might not want to put this on. I, what? Keep going. It's a physiological thing. Other women who have had children know. Okay, I'm sorry there's a baby there. He's not seeing what I'm watching. What? Okay. (laughs) What? It's the first I'm not interrupting you. Go (laughs) on. No, you're just giving me faces like what I'm saying is fucking crazy. Have a baby in your belly pressing on your dick and you need to fix it. Then you can... (laughs) Yeah, this is a patron only. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, continue with your story. What do you... What is that? What? Just nothing, just you go. You just said you watched porn when you were six. I'm saying I was a mature adult with a fucking baby being responsible, taking care of the fucking kid in my body, not drinking, not smoking, fucking working to pay for this kid, getting him health insurance, and I happen to search porn for the first time in my life and you're like oh my god what's wrong with you what was the porn this should be on patreon only what's i'll explain what it was Uh uh-huh actually i don't know if i want to give this all right no no but here's what it was this is you're gonna find this adorable i typed i typed (laughs) oh i remember the story no i do remember i typed in p-o-r and i came Yeah, <laughs> that is adorable. Because just the concept of doing that was so crazy to me. The next day I got to the inn. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched it for the first time ever at 29. And I was like, this is not good. Like, they could make this way better. You probably, yeah, you probably saw, oh, the camera angle isn't right. Or this, because that's what I do. No, like, it I, was a really specific thing that me, I was looking for that they didn't have. And they still. They actually have kind of gotten around to it now, which I like. But at the time, I remember being at Wegmans, the grocery store, and be like, why don't they have the thing I was looking for? I'm like nine months pregnant. Yeah, My sex thing is... No one wants to know what that was. You just... Go ahead. Go on. No. (laughs) No, go. They just didn't have what I wanted. So they had what you wanted, apparently. No, because I'm not into anything sexually or pornographically what i'm into is being able to recognize if the people are really into what they're doing the same thing with snuff films like if they would be doing it without a camera there because to me that's the whole ruiner of humanity well one of them is not there because they're dead yeah <laughs> they were there maybe they wanted to be there just like that german story it's it made the news in 2006 a guy put an ad out in a paper that he wanted to be tied up and eaten alive. And then another guy answered the ad, said, I've been looking for this my whole life. And in a way, that's kind of like a little bit romantic. No, it's not. You don't think that's romantic? Not at all. I think that's horrific. And the guy cut him up and ate him, but, you know, maybe it was a -a make-a-wish thing. Could you say that if you were a Make-A-Wish kid? No. It's like it's like the people that ask doctors to cut 
their arm off because they identify as an amputee. Oh, that's a weird one. I just don't think, I don't think that. You're not weird if that's what you're into. You should just try to figure out, understand why. No, I've, I've heard of that stuff. I'm saying, I, I think that's against the Hippocratic Oath. And we could go further into that about other things, but you just don't cut off things. Unless you're in Africa. (laughs) Go on, say the line. Don't be beatable. No, I'm not going to say the line, but like you do cut off things as a doctor when someone is of sound mind and they're an adult and they ask you to cut the things off. Like nipples? If someone wants their nipples cut off and they're an adult, more power to What about added on? What if I would want a second dick? But it would have sure. to no two dicks and four balls, sure. and then but then humanity evolves like that to where everyone has two dicks and four balls. So then some guy is crazy because then he has four dicks and eight balls, and then it just goes in numerators of twos and fours and eights to where there's someone with thirty-two dicks and sixty-four balls, and then it just keeps growing like that. You're currently the square root of balls, so just be happy you're patient zero no but like non-sexual things are sexual to some person and that's just how i feel like you know women are why do you say women because women are creepy and it's time society knows that you you i've this is what i'm saying is in my past of being with women they've said some of the like i wish guys could have the experiences i've had so they can know what females are in their core because it's like the most intimate time you'll ever have is what a woman will whisper to you after she's come or like the bedroom conversations and it's been some of the craziest shit that you think that i don't have a poker face now that i've had to be like yeah i get it well that's the thing guys can be more accepting like, that's why there's women who shit in jars and make money off of it. Because guys are like, oh, yeah, it's totally cool. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, a guy, like, we were watching that movie the other night, and I was like, this only works with this gender and that gender. No guy could pull that shit off. I don't know. I just, what if the answer to life is making we are porn for God? I think that was a Louis C.K. joke. Sorry comedy community that doesn't accept me you want to watch porn or we should we should have a spin wheel that whatever kind of porn like uh orgy porn uh s&m porn uh mutual masturbation that i didn't watch porn fully clothed porn and we spin the wheel and then we just i'm really glad that i didn't watch it for all those years and then i watched it here and there and then i now look at it is a very occasional I would say like, that once a month like all right I have shit to do I need this done quickly yeah but it's not the best orgasm no best it's orgasms, it's a horrible orgasm yeah. I hate the fact that porn is just like I don't know I see it like a really bad like it's really bad for you but to me it's almost like a necessary evil because I feel like I'm much more perverted so like I'll go months without porn or jacking off or whatever but it's like by that second month my thoughts are so fucking 
crazy. Like I'm imagining everyone fucking everyone in every kind of way. And it's like I imagine a eight billion person orgy and I just it's just constant. It's like the the bar of what I find arousing when I don't watch porn. So I hate being that because I know if you're leaning conservative, it's supposed to be, oh, porn is the devil. And it kind of is. And it does take away your essence a little bit. But to me, it's like a necessary evil to make me not the fucking because that's the problem is a lot of people are normal and porn perverts them because of things that I can never mention have to take to my grave. I'm crazy perverted. So porn like almost is like the opposite. It's like the opposite gateway for me. You know what I mean? Where it makes me like a little normal functioning. But maybe that's just what porn te- the porn tells you. If I could never watch porn again and not have the sexual thoughts or dreams or nightmares that I have, that would be ideal. But it's almost like the porn is just a vice to stop the fucking nightmarish weirdness that goes on inside my head. I just feel... When I watch any kind of porn, I always have to... Well, because you're a normal person. You didn't even know what I was going to say. What was I going to say? Before you that gave the... It takes a little bit away from you. That wasn't what I was going to say, but that's also true. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that I have to find guys who look like you. I literally have to find someone with tattoos on his arms and has to have the same size as you and but the you same have porn skin color... I know, but you never give me the fucking files. I've been trying to make files for you. Yeah, but I have like three seconds in like two, 280 bit because you texted me from your shit phone. Yeah. Okay, when you give me you high def- You were the only person who got those videos, by the way. Oh, I feel special. You have like 1080 hours of me. I'm having yeah. to scrub the internet to find anything and I have to find someone who looks like you. Do you do that with me? Do like when you go to find things, are they people who look like me? I mean, I know they were before you met me. That's why you said, "Oh <laughs> shit, now I have you. You look yeah. like the fantasy." But I, like I said, to me, it's I'm looking for a certain like essence, not so much an act or a, a visual thing. Like, because a lot of men are sexually visual. Like a visual thing will get them off. For me, it's like an energy. Like I'm looking for a certain type of vibe and it's you usually sound, you found... sound like a female like you sound like i need this i need to know the story behind this porn star you said that before i need to know if i they know. really want to be there like, i'm not a female i'm a serial killer <laughs> i'm no, a but, murderer like, but i'm talking in terms of porn. i shouldn't exist in 2022 society I'm but i do about in terms of through porn. psychiatric You're medication like always wanting to know what the background is and what the story is because i don't want them to be abused like it's the well, minimalist amount of sex trafficking well of course you know? i wouldn't want that either but see the only unless that makes me sound like a pussy no the only reason why you have to have that consciousness about sex trafficking and worrying about which i commend you for the only reason you're having to worry about that is because of the kind of fucking porn that you watch where people are being abused no and but it's you have to cleanse your soul a, by going oh they are adults they wanted this see i no, just want to watch dick going in pussy period that's it. Yeah, I want to watch dick going in pussy and That's in mouth and in to, ass and in hands and pretty easy to find. Yeah, you don't have to porn. research whether someone was sex trafficked. Well, because like if you're a woman and you've 
are going into a gangbang things or i don't know i it's you know no i don't i can't place myself in that kind of position as as what it is for a woman because there is a double standard because as a guy like hypothetically let's say i was at like a, a sex dungeon and a woman is making out with me another woman's sucking my dick another woman's like rubbing my legs and that sort of thing like i could understand that sort of pleasurable but it's also hedonistic at the end of the day of course like there's no real point and it's like i don't know i just there's no moral from it it just i think the reason in abstinence is better is because delaying, you know, the Jordan Peterson, delaying self-gratification for self-control is something that makes our species evolve. Like, that's how we have the internet. That's how we put rockets on different planets. That's unfortunately how we have nuclear weapons. But it's that ability to delay gratification. It's the only thing that... So to, like, practice delayed gratification, abstinence, I think, makes maybe makes you a higher purpose but there's also south of the border where they feel the opposite that's why they emphasize like like you know those dolls made of wood with big penises like they emphasize the more animalistic nature of sex the more carnal nature of sex south of the border all right like in mexico yeah in south america and africa and places like that they emphasize the southern hemisphere southern hemisphere southern hemisphere that's a restaurant no, south of that's what the that's the name of or south yes. yeah south Southern. of the hemisphere they more emphasize a, a male or female sexual prowess that's why their statues have women with you're really gonna use that the most hack fucking joke on our podcast I'm with a hack I could accept you if you were anything other than just an a hack. It's the most unoriginal fucking joke. And the statistics you're talking about are just skewered because the whole deal is to make the white Christian male look impotent and low testosterone so they can't be men. That is complete bullshit. Are, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's the thing. So you don't think people from the Southern Hemisphere, yeah. which you previously called below the border which was a weird right. fucking thing because it has nothing to do you're talking about a border I, you would have to measure every person's dick size they've done that not every person on the planet and the reason is because right, your Asians have huge dicks they could they outrank people in number so by capita what I'm saying is per capita what I'm saying is the European used to emphasize small penises because they wanted like, like abstinence was seen as a value. Like if you're having sex all day, you can't be a warrior or you can't lead a That's country or they, you can't build Rome. Those Roman paintings, always but had the small, small penises, penises exactly. Yeah. Whereas in south of the border, it would their emphasis south, south of the hemisphere, hemisphere. It was emphasized, like, that's why they have, uh, like, those statues with, like, small men with, like, huge dicks to emphasize that. And the fact that you've bought into, like, the dumbest Vice News article makes me think less of you. Very less of you. Oh, I'm sorry you think less of me. It's just, it's just such a stupid hack premise. It's it's not science. Yes, it is. Okay, 
Tell us in the comments. Do Asian but the men problem is, in general have I don't think the same Asian dudes have penises. small dicks. I think that's just statistics and favors that people are just programmed to believe. All right. I will pretend I don't know this from experience. You've been with Asian men? Yes. When? My fiance that I was with when I was 16, 17. He wasn't Asian. Yes, he was. He was Korean. And there was nothing wrong with his thing. It was normal size. Exactly. There you go. Okay, but I'm I'm just saying it's not the same. They're all different. And they do have a biological element to them and a geographical element to them. I know the difference. No, the only reason you think that is because of all the programming. The science has been rigged, just like the bell curve. Because if you believe the science, then do you believe the bell curve? Yes. Or no, 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 wait, no, no. I'm... Yes. So you believe white people are smarter than black people? No. That's what the bell curve says. Well, it's a... But that's science. Okay, so the bell curve... Who makes cur- the science? The, the bell curve is not about race. You're... you're no, IQ you're, and race. No, it's... That's not the only thing the bell curve is about. You're oh, so you'll believe the science when it comes cur- to black dudes have it, bigger dicks than white people, but not white curve, people being there's, smarter there's a bell or more curve. intelligent or See, more innovative. You're only using two things to describe the bell curve, but there's more than two things that describe that. I'm just saying, like, you're talking about, I believe the, sorry, I read the science. The science is rigged. White people are not genetically smarter than black people. Of course not. I'm black not Black people don't that. always genetically have bigger dicks than white people. No, they don't. That's the most don't. hack fucking premise. But you just said it. No. You just said, actually, they do. I'm talking about in general. Obviously. Obviously, there are exceptions. I'm talking about in general. Are African Americans uh-huh. taller and more muscular than white Americans? No. Okay. It's listen, it is about equal. It's just the only representation you will see is the males who are, the white males who are the weakest because they're trying to overthrow bullshit. If, if you're trying to destroy a nation, look at the you, NFL. Yes, those are the black people who look at Colin Kaepernick. He did a whole documentary about it being slave trade. Okay, that's a different topic. It's not. It's yeah. All the white people that are muscular choose to not be in the NFL. You think so? Yeah. You remember the American History X basketball game? No. I could beat every black person in the world. I could beat Serena Williams in a race. It would be races. And then I would be racist. Take your pill. Why? You just said you could beat Serena Williams in a foot race. You couldn't beat her in anything. Not one thing other than not talking like, too much. Not you like might... Mario Kart or something? You don't think you think she's got her A game for <laughs> Mario Kart? Not one physical thing could you beat her in. Not one. Fucking? I, I could outfuck Serena Williams. Maybe not. I could outfuck Michelle Obama. Well, that I would maybe put some money on, but I would Michelle Obama hit me up in the DMs. I'll be sliding in your DMs. Yeah. What? I think she's hot. All the people who hate her because she's whatever say she is a man with a dick. I don't think that. I think she's fucking hot. I want to give her the European Vanilla Supreme. Okay. What? 
Nothing. Michelle Obama's fucking hot. You think so? Yes. I'd smash the shit out of her. <laughs> Have her listen to fucking European metal bands. She after she she's having sex with me, and then she's just with Barry Obama, and she's she's he's like, "What are you listening to, honey?" And she's like, "Oh, nothing." It's like just like Norwegian death metal. It's just just this thing that my friend showed me. Yeah, rock her fucking world. I would have to do it for the this, white race. This, oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. I can't. Like, what the hell? What? It's see, you present yourself as this person that I know you're not, and I which just, person? I want you just said for the white race and Michelle Obama. Blah, blah, then blah, I just blah. said I was joking. Yeah, I'm going know, for a but joke. Not going to think you are. You seem too real about it. I mean, Michelle Obama is sexually attractive. You know? No, I'm gonna make her listen to metal bands and the white race and blah 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 blah. That's what happens when I dick down people of another race. How many times have you dicked down people from another race? I don't wanna know. I don't I don't care. It doesn't matter. Here's how you'll know. You'll know when I finally get like a caption of it and then one day I'm just gone. It'll be like It'll be a video that says, play me. And it'll be like Saw. And it'll just be a compilation tape of all these crazy, all these crazy interracial sex orgies. All right. So we've both had sex with Asians, Africans, European, white people. No Mexicans in my thing. Oh, but you've got the Puerto Rican that you always talk about. That's Well, no, because I dated her. I know, I'm just asking, what and races have we all had sex with in this podcast? I don't think we've had sex with... I don't think... I've never had sex with an Indian. No, I haven't either. An Indian woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very specific reason for not having sex with Indian men. Because you want to see how much of a housewife can you distance yourself from? Like, no. how low can you sink that bar? No. It's because they're extremely misogynistic. Wouldn't that make it hotter? No. What's a women group of women that hates their male species? Like, you don't think that makes it hotter? That The hate and the love, the passion, man. It's all about the love. Extremely liberal women who live in portland yeah that are white that have blue hair but who wants them. to have sex with that but i mean you, asked, you might as well be you, putting in a guy at that point so you asked the question or, or like an answer intergender i don't know this podcast is being recorded in a predominantly indian town not gonna say which one but edison I, new jersey <laughs> it's close but I cannot view Indian men in a, any kind of a sexual way, and I love India. I fuck. I've been to India. I. So would you be I'm, offended if I fucked an Indian woman? I I would be offended if you fucked any other woman. Doesn't matter of the race. All right, which race would bother you the most? I don't want to tell you that because then you're gonna do it. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Tell me what it I'm is. I'm not gonna tell you. Why? It's Come not. On. It's not Indian. Asian? But that that's not a race. A black that's a, woman? That's a fuck, no, that these are continents you're speaking. You've seen you recorded me fucking a black chick. I mean a you know Jamaican. Yeah. 
No, I don't. It's, Which it's, one? Tell me. It's, I don't want to tell I you. I would never do that to you, Elizabeth. First of all, you just gave me the eyebrow that you always give. That's your tell. I would never do that. I would never do that. It's the hackiest one to fuck. Which what? Think of <laughs> A it. A retarded chick? <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that every guy's like, that's like an incel flies to a certain area to do. Brazilian? Like, I mean, that's actually... That's a good point. That's which one would be so hack and all right. No, no, the Brazilian a one. Russian? No, oh, that's another one. See, now you've got two that are. Well, close. you said hack, so I'm trying to think. Those are both. I'm trying to be on your are, level and think of those hack. Those are both hack. But the thing with the Brazilians, they're fucking hot. Like I give those people those hacks a pass. Because I've been. Who, just I've tell been, me. I, no, what I'm would upset you the most if I I've, I've, been, I've, I've, I've been around a lot of Brazilian hookers. I mean, I spent a lot of time in Brazil, and I know had, on your wedding day, nonetheless. Well, we weren't fucking the Brazilian hookers; we were just I hanging out if, with them. We, if they were, they were party favors. We met at the wrong time because if I was at my wedding with you, I would have sex with every single Brazilian hooker. Just like even if it wasn't sex, just when my dick got hard, I would put it in every woman just to say that I did. That's why we're not getting married in Brazil. Come on. You where gotta, did I where did I plan our wedding to be? Austria. Auschwitz. No, not Auschwitz. Austria. I should someone's gotta propose at Auschwitz. That'd be adorable. It wouldn't. It would not. What what it's is just, the hacky race that well, you would be upset? Ukrainian? I can go local. <laughs> Which one? Norwegian? I don't know. No, I mean you you got close with the Brazilian. Just yeah, say that's it. Hack. Which uh, one? Then you came up with Russian. That's definitely hack. Yes. Okay. But then there's the one that's the most hack of all three. Which one? Which one? Canadian? <laughs> it's about my third orgasm, random. What? I'm not going to tell you which one, so then you can just go do it to piss me off. I'm not going to do it. I'm... Thai. A Thai woman? Are you serious? Yeah. No, why are you, You're kidding. No, but they are. That's the problem. You go to Thailand, and there's kids and ew yeah so the only way i can get revenge on you is to fuck a kid <laughs> first of all why do you need revenge i was making a joke you asshole. no but really a thai woman you feel in sexual is... incompetency to a thai woman no i find that the hackiest thing to do ever sexually is to fly to thailand where it's the easiest thing you can possibly do to get fucking children what about a hand job from like an asian spa you do that on the regular no i don't yes i've yes you do no i don't did your ex-husband say i saw his car at the fucking asian place no i've seen your car at the asian place no you haven't you i have video of you discussing how when you drive past asian spas you're like oh i got a tingly show me a video i'll put it on patreon Guys, I have a video of him saying that. No, it's because of my past. On oh, roof. my past. Yeah. Anyway, you wanted to know? There you go. You, But you also did name the 
other two that are just like, come on, man. No, but like, what's the one where it would really to... like hurt you that you would feel sexually incompetent? I would never feel sexually incompetent. Like I would just say, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. She was, I'm sorry, Lizzie. She was just better. There's no, there's no, there's no person that would make me feel that way. The people that do sex tourism to Brazil and Russia and different parts of Asia. It's like, come on. Oh. You didn't know I felt that way about like sex, no, I sex didn't. tourism is I disgusting. Didn't. It's like just fucking get better where you are and find someone locally. I don't know. I think I feel like to be abstinent is the way and I feel embarrassed for all the things I've said on this docu-series of just all these sexual encounters. I wish I just it wasn't born this way, <laughs> an argument. Or maybe it was a vaccine I got when I was a kid where my dick started getting hard. Got a vaccine as a kid. Dick got hard at the six. Then I had to stick it in some bitch. Then I came on a tits. Got a vaccine as a kid. Happened when I was six. Put my dick and came all over tits. Six years old. I don't spring believe you coming came all over tits. You don't think I've ever shot a load on a chick's... Well, this is what this is the biggest problem with me is I love women so much that the women I'm with and record videos, if I stop fucking with them, I just delete all the videos. I could have like an archive. <laughs> but... Of, you don't fuck with my tits and mine are pretty sweet you have to earn me coming on no 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 i don't have to you do no i don't 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 see this is why i can't ever get famous because it'll our relationship is going to get destroyed if i become really famous because the amount of sex stories that come out are not going to be the person i presented myself to be from you like a chick will say, all random like to do is come on my tits. It was so, and you're back. that's not like it. And then another woman's going to be like, all he used to like to do is vibrators and this, and you like, you know. I remember when you said, I said, why don't you even like look at my tits or touch them? Because they're not A cup flat chest titties. The greatest kind of titties ever. What are you, a pedo? No. Why are A cup the best and i can already answer that question for you because you told me yeah you said that you like the fact that they're embarrassed that their tits are so small look at yeah. the fucking grin yeah he shames me for having big tits he'll slap no, you... them in bed and go apologize for having big no tits. you told me to do that the first no. time we did it was in your grandpa's room in florida you told me just slap my tits don't you remember and you had these bruises on your tits afterwards and it was really hard because you bruise easy <laughs> do you remember is that what you're gonna tell the court no i'll be dead stop saying that that that's psychologically abusive I'm it, was, but I'm you saying dead. the courts is not abusive no it's factual they're gonna take me to court no what did i ever do to you except try to love you during the you worst period did, of your life you didn't do anything. years of your life and You've all i perfect. wanted was to love you You've been perfect all nothing. I wanted was to I'm save never you. taking you to court. You just said you were. I was making a joke. 
So you she liked your bruises. tits being smacked. I know, just that one time I asked for You've it. You've asked for it more than once. Twice? You were the one who was in a clip beating in 2018. That is complete bullshit. It's the, it I had a wooden thing. Bullshit. I got a wooden... You were the one that brought that up. No, you did. No, I did you not. You said we were in Secaucus, and you said, I want you to hit my clip. You started that whole thing. I mean, I don't believe that's real. I'm telling you. I remember having a conversation with a woman saying, I'm afraid to do this because it's like, how extreme is it going to get with her? I don't think that's real. And you know what the woman said to me? She said, why would you care if it got more extreme? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe the more, the older, life is about not being perverted and like the older you get, the more you're just openly fucking perverted. I don't like those old men at the gym who just walk around I with hard dicks and shit. So positive that I was I, not I'm the one you. to bring that up. I'm telling you. Okay, if so, if what you're saying is correct, because you felt a lot of shame and guilt because of your alcoholism. I don't think that that's what happened. I'm but telling it, you. Okay, but if it is, because I talked to people, I said, "What do I do?" I I'm I'm pretty sure that's not the way that went down. If it was, I'd be more than happy to discuss it, but I feel like... I'm... Elizabeth, I wouldn't... I mean, I wouldn't lie to you. I, out of nowhere... Yes. Never having seen anything like that... You know what? I think we did watch a porn, a lesbian dungeon porn, and that happened in it. And you were liking that, so then I was like, all right, you want that? It wasn't my idea. I never even knew that existed. You didn't know lesbian dungeon porn existed? No, I did not. Thank you. Good old lesbians. Why can't you watch porns with dudes in them? Because that's gay. It's not gay. You're looking at a hard dick. You're If you're straight, you should just be looking at... Lesbians. Women. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like looking at both of them. That's because you're bi. Not really. I've never had a relationship with a woman. You will. I've been trying to reel one in for you. She's going to be such a slut. She's going to be a suck machine. She's going to be, we'll just call her Hoover. I have sexual thoughts of women, but when I actually have tried a few times with women, it just doesn't do it for me. Because we've never found the right woman. No, it has nothing to do... Before I met you, when I was 16 years old, this... No, but uh, I'm saying now. uh, It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, this model that we were both models and she was hot as fuck. You need a woman that's gonna pee on you. I do not need that. Like an 18-year-old girl. I don't need an 18... First of all, that's gross on so many levels, but when... What are you... What's that face? Mommy, yeah, yeah, mommy, yeah, yeah. She's Asian. Ew! 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 Stop it! Stop it! Stop being gross on podcasts. (laughs) Stop. No, I just a kiki. I just I can't. I can't. I can't. You'll be. You'll love it. Trust me. No, I won't. Ah. I met this girl. Like I was going through a man hating phase for reasons that people could just imagine the subtext in Tennessee and I was a model and she was a model and she was hot as fuck like I do appreciate the beauty of sexy women I don't I find okay, that to I know be so you don't. superficial and okay. gross well, I know you do but I 
was like, oh my God, this woman is so fucking hot. And she was really into me. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this. You sound like every undersexed male comic. Oh, she's so fucking hot. She's I was a 16. Model. I was 16. Okay. So let's give me that credit. So then I took her over to my drug dealer. Boy. <laughs> Gotta cut that. I took her over to my friend's house, guy. We Mm -hmm. had a platonic relationship and he was crazy. And I was like, under the concept of like, all right, if I can't do this, he'll do it. Yeah. So you brought him a Thai woman? No, she looked, and this is what's so fucked up. She looked a lot like me. So when you were 16, you brought this dude another chick? Yes. So why haven't you been bringing other chicks to me? I've been the one having to seek them out. What chick have you brought into our hemisphere that was fuckable for me that I wanted to have sex with? There's like one or two you brought that I'm like, no, pass. Sorry, I was 16 and this was a friend of mine. We were like, really? Yeah, you should be older and better. We were best friends. We were best friends and he always wanted to do stuff with me, but I couldn't see him in that way because I wasn't attracted to him in that way because he had like no hair on his body and it freaked me out. Like he was like a seal. I was like, ew, I want like a more masculine guy. And then this extremely hot bisexual chick wanted to fuck me. And I was like, all right, here's the deal. We had to drive an hour from Nashville to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I think it was like an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I put her in my car and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then... I introduced them and he was like, hell yeah, I'm getting a threesome. And then I was like, um, I'm going to go in the bathroom because I had to shave because I wasn't like yeah. a sexually active person. I felt like, oh, I have to shave all this. And then I came out and they were kind of starting to get a little comfortable with each other. And then he was like, all right, you ready to do this? And I feel bad for them to this day. You know who you are. But I felt bad. He was like, all right, here it goes. It's going down. And then I literally tried to go down and I thought I was into it and I looked at it. And I was like, that's not for me. Peace out, guys. You guys do your thing. I can't. I can't. You need to be forced. No, you need I to just. have your hands shackled. I, I left both of them you need to, with fucking blue balls. Like need, she wanted the thing. He wanted the so thing. So they didn't have sex on their own? I don't think they did because I just went in the other room and I was like, you guys have fun. Your upbringing so like it just sounds like a bunch of high autism kids. Oh, I kind of want to have sex. Oh, I don't. Oh, I kind of want to kiss. Oh, I don't. In my where I grew up, it was like it was just on. No, I was just sexual messiah. I saw two people who wanted to fuck me, and I put them together. I was like, you guys fuck each other, and I tried to get involved, and then I was like, eh. He went to prison for extortion. It was you, just like in Gone Girl. That's what it is. No, he did. I would talk to all your exes and they would tell me horror stories. You got to get out while you can, man. Don't yeah. ever give her power of attorney. First of all, he's not an ex. Just like he the movie Gone Girl. He was a best friend. I'm a best friend. Yeah. So help me get some Thai pussy. No. <laughs> Do you think their vagina's sideways? <laughs> How hard are you trying to cancel this podcast? This it's a question. My vagina is sideways after I have sex with you. Yeah.